0: Thank you for joining us for this recent message from Freedom Ministries in Crosset, Arkansas. Connect
1: with us online at freedomministriescrosset.com and let us know what God is doing in your life through this ministry. Now prepare your heart to hear a word that we pray will bless your life. Hello, everybody. I just want to
2: welcome... Sister Monica Birchfield tonight. Uh, she called me a couple of days ago when she was at prayer and had a mighty revelation on uh, on giving. And we've been praying about finances at the church. This is our second week to pray about finances, and um, I'm excited about it. Of course, she didn't know I'd ask her to to do it tonight, but um, but I just I felt the anointing on her word, and so. We just welcome everybody, and we're going to turn it back to her. If if you don't mind, uh, just mute your line. And when we say anybody want to say anything or something, you can unmute it. Thank you very much for joining us. God bless you. Okay, Monica.
1: Amen. Well, thank you, Apostle Angie, for asking me um, to do the prayer line tonight. I, um, I appreciate that very much for you trusting me. With the prayer line, and um I just want to say thank you jesus for uh, placing me in a ministry that that teaches us how to go into the spirit realm and how to pray and and to seek the will of god and uh when pastor angie um when we started praying about finances a week ago um we just we just got into the presence of the lord and um last Thursday, we were just praying over our finances, and what's God got to say about our giving and and as I was just seeking God and just listening to his voice, he began to uh, speak to me and tell me that um that let's see how did he at first he just i just saw that he was saying to me, he said, uh God." Show me what I need to do. show me how to um get this breakthrough for finances in my life and for the ministry for for the body of christ and uh what he spoke to me was to forgive I started praying, God forgive me for my debts as I forgive my debtors and when he when he said that to me, I was like oh lord you're you're saying. I can be forgiven for my debts, but for me to be forgiven, he can forgive me of my debts, but I also need to forgive those that are in debt to me. And so that was a, uh, that was, you know, so it was a revelation because I never, I've never, you know, we prayed about finances and uh, we, we prayed about how that the Lord said that he would bless us out of Deuteronomy 28. And, I've prayed those different prayers over the years, but when God gave me that word, that was different. That was different than any word that I'd ever received before. And so I just, you know, God, show me, show me what you mean by that. Show me by your spirit, God. I just, right. Before I say anything else, I just want to ask the Lord to come in and to have his way on this prayer line. God, to use me, God, and to fill my mouth with what you want to say, God, to bring this revelation forward by the Spirit and not out of my flesh and not out of my mind, God. I just yield my body to you, and I thank you for your presence. I thank you for your power and for your anointing, that it's your word, Lord Jesus, and that these are your people, and I don't take it for granted, God. I thank you, Jesus. And I just okay. welcome you, Holy Spirit, that you're our teacher and that you teach us all things and bring all things to our remembrance. And and so, uh, I just know that um out of seeking God um uh, seeking God and what his will is, you know, he begins to show you things about about yourself and he said, I didn't really tie I didn't really tie the breakthrough in from Wednesday night into the into the word but it is forgiving, forgiving and being forgiven and so uh when when the lord um began to show me that i forgive my debts as i forgive my debtors okay lord so where did where did i um uh, where have i held somebody in in bondage how how did i do that and so um uh, Wednesday night, when when I was preaching um, before the stood before the church, and it's hard for me to say preaching still, <laughs> but Wednesday night I I was given a word from the Lord that he that he'd given me, and uh, he t- he did a deep work in my heart that night, and really took out some um, some issues that I was dealing with concerning uh, keeping somebody in bondage and having a and requiring the debt from them that they couldn't pay. They couldn't pay that debt. And Jesus, you know, he said they, he paid a debt that we couldn't pay. So because he paid that debt for me and for you, then I could go into the Spirit and I could uh, let him do that work in me. And so Wednesday night when I got up, off the floor, to be honest, I was like, oh my word, God, I don't know what you did. That was probably one of the deepest breakthroughs that I ever had in my life. But um, I personally was feeling like I didn't help anybody. I didn't touch anybody. That What did anybody get from that? God, all they saw was me have a meltdown, but it was really God did a deep work in me and in, and in other people, you know, God, they come to the altar and let God do a work in them. But it wasn't until the next day that I actually saw the debt that I held over somebody else's life. And see, Jesus, he's told us that when when we bring an offering to the Lord, that if we have anything in our heart to go and make it right with them and then come back and bring our, our offering to the Lord. And so that's what the Lord did in me that night. I, I had a debt. I held people in bondage by a judgment that I had in my own heart towards them, and and so in order for my debt, I asked Lord to forgive me, God, forgive me. And I'm still praying that God forgive me my debt as I forgive those who have debt against me. And and I walked up to this gentleman the next day, and uh, out of that breakthrough on Wednesday night, and I didn't even really realize what God had done for me. I don't know if anybody else has been there. You know, to know that actually what the work was that God did in my heart that night, and and so um, I wasn't. It was it was just a, a God encounter that I saw this person because I wasn't even going to see them. I was going to see my sister, and this person just happened to be sitting there. And when I walked up to them, uh, we just started talking, and and I said, "Well, you know." I'm, you know what are you what are you doing these days? And uh, that person began to talk to me and said he you know he just been sitting there walking around and uh, not really doing anything. And so we just okay. Let me just say this person that I'm talking about uh, was somebody that I would have put up a wall before. I wouldn't probably have been as easily. I would have probably ignored them because of the judgment that I had the debt that I held over their life. And um, it was so much bitterness and such a judgment in my heart that I didn't even see that I was holding them in bondage by uh, the way that I judged them and I judged that sin. And this person, um, let let me just back up just a little bit because I have to tell you why that judgment came and how that judgment came in my heart was because of, the lifestyle that I lived before I knew Jesus, and and I lived a life of drugs and alcohol and the party life and the reveling, and and I, when I got saved, my kids were really little, and so I did everything in my, my own power to protect them from going down the same road that I did to where it had become a judgment in me where I judge the sin, and if you did what I had done, then you were automatically in that category. And I didn't even realize that I was doing that until the Holy Spirit. You know, the Bible says that uh when we're in darkness, darkness doesn't like the light. But when we really want the light to shine down on us, then we'll go and we'll um we'll allow the Holy Spirit to search our hearts that the light can shine and show us the things that are deep within us. And if we're not ready then we won't, you know, we shun away from the light of Jesus and we won't allow the Holy Spirit to shine and show us what's really down on the inside of us. So I protected my children so to the point that I held them in bondage. I didn't want them to be like their mom. I didn't want them to be like what um, me and their dad had raised them, how we were, you know, the drugs and the alcohol and the party life. And just protecting them any way that I could, not realizing that I had cast a judgment in my heart. Towards the people that were living the same way that I had lived, and it's by the spirit. See, it was a spirit of of envy, a spirit of of jealousy, a spirit of uh, strife, a spirit of confusion. That I was holding people in in death to. And so, uh, when when I began to talk to this young man, I started seeing. I saw it just plain as day because God did that deep work in me that Wednesday night and. And I said, uh, you know, I said, um, I need to just by talking to him and just seeing, you know, the work that the Lord had done in me that I led him. I, I wanted, I wanted to be used by by God. I've always wanted to be used by God, but there was a hindrance that whenever I would, whenever I would try to love people the way Jesus wanted me to love people, that. Uh, that they were still here in the spirit that was down on the inside of me. They really weren't seeing um, the, the love of Jesus coming out of me because of that judgment towards the sin, not the person, but towards the sin. That that's all that they they got from me. And so, um, so, do, am I making? Is it making sense to y'all? Where where the debt? I was holding them in the debt of the sin that of the judgment that I had judged them in. And so because of that I wasn't they weren't I wasn't able to uh show them the love, the real love of Jesus. The real love of Jesus wasn't able to come out of me because I held them in such bondage. But the Lord um the Lord showed me in in John uh chapter three and I'm just gonna read um verses nineteen, twenty and twenty one. Because this is what the Lord, the Lord was was telling me when He showed me that scripture. He said, "And this is the condemnation, that light has come into the world, and men love darkness rather than light, because of their de- because their deeds were evil. For everyone that doeth evil hateth the light, neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds shall be reprieved. I didn't want my deeds to be reprieved for a year. This ministry is founded on prayer. This ministry. Jeremiah 1 and 10 says, we read out, we we utterly destroy, and then we build and we plant. But I wouldn't allow the Lord to do that in my heart because I wasn't ready for the deeds. I was too embarrassed of the deeds that were down on the inside of me. And so that's what would come forth out of me, the judgments down in my heart. And so verse 21, he says, but he that doeth truth comes to the light, that his deeds may be made manifest. And that they are wrought in God, so that they could be worked out of me. And so, I, through the prayer and through the seeking of God, and you know how how does all of this tie into um, us praying over finances because of the bondage that I held in them? I, God forgive me of my debts, as I forgive my debtors. I had a debt on them; they couldn't pay that debt. I couldn't pay the debt that Jesus paid for me to be free. He paid the price for all of us. He said we were bought with a price. And so I was holding him in bondage by the judgment and everyone else that I put in there, the people the people that lived the lifestyle that I once lived, I had judgment in my heart towards them. And it took the Holy Spirit, the light of Jesus, shining down on the inside of me for me to be able to see that. And so... I just, you know, I thank God. I thank God for um, the willingness and, and just the want to, you know, because my heart is, God, I want to serve you. I want to do everything that you want me to do. I want to go higher with you. I want to be in your will. I want to obey you. I want to be submitted to you. I want to submit to my authority in every way. So, um, you know, just come in and present myself to the Lord and just let him show me what's, what's in my heart what's really there. And it was it was it goes along with the envy and the strife and the confusion and the anger and, and the murder and, and the jealousy and the pride that I wouldn't let the Holy Spirit show me what was really down on the inside of me. But forgive me my debts as I forgive my debtors. And so I just kept seeking God and I kept seeking God and I, and show me show me what's really there. And so um uh, I need to, um, I need to tell you a little bit of a, a story from from uh, whenever, a few years back when we were going to World Conference with Dr. Cirillo, I had, um, I had been fasting, but I had didn't tell anybody. I had been doing the 21 day, the Daniel fast. And so I didn't say anything to anybody, and uh, we were getting prepared to go to the conference. And Apostle Angie um, was going to pray over those that were going to the conference that year. And um, and so we got up and we stood up there. And when she got to me, she said, "Monica, I know you you're fasting, and I know the Holy Spirit had to tell her because I didn't. I know you've been fasting, but." Uh, the Lord, you're ready. You're ready for the conference. You're ready to go receive from the Lord. And so that year at the conference was the year, I, I wish I had wrote dates down, but that was the year that Dr. Cirillo's uh, son and his whole family came. And I've been an usher at the conference for years, And but I never w- was uh, on the front. You know, that, um, but God gave me favor that year. And And it was the night that Dr. Cirillo's family came in and because I had prepared myself and I fasted and I prayed. And I'm getting to the meaning. I'm getting to the reason why I'm telling you all this. (laughs) But um, as I was on the front row with them, his family came in and they sat on the front row with me and everything. And um, uh, God just gave me favor. He gave me favor that year. And uh remember Ben Cirillo walking up to me and shaking my hand. And then all week long, um, just, you know, God, just being obedient, doing what God called me to do, being an usher in the conference. That was the only night I was on the front row. But it was the night that God wanted me on the front row. And so at the end of the conference when um, everybody's running around after the anointing service, you know, everybody is just... Been in the presence of God, the anointing is so powerful. Well, I was tired. I was so wore out, and I went back to the room. And when I went back to the room, um, I laid down, took a nap. Well, I had a dream or I had a vision. um, But in in that, I saw uh, Doctor Cirillo had given an altar call, and I went to the front. And when I went to the front, he just took his jacket and he just covered me in. in, covered me completely covered me and he began to take authority over demonic uh spirit in my life and then in 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 my dream pastor angie came in and she was cleaning cleaning up um, in the spirit realm she was cleaning in the spirit realm so I woke up and when I woke up Right before I woke up, though, I looked up and I saw um, above my head, they weren't in me anymore, above my head were uh, demonic spirits and I could see them and they were looking down at me and I woke up. And so immediately I'm like, oh my Lord. And I called uh, Pastor Angie and she said, I've been looking for you. I've been looking for you. The Lord uh, wanted me to find you. And I said, she said, where are you? And I said, Pastor, I'm in my room. So she came to my room and we prayed and we know uh, that this is a prophetic ministry. So in, in prophetic uh ministry it, sometimes it's futuristic, sometimes it's now. But this was she prayed for me then, but I see I see those things coming out of my life now and this is this is one of those things that God set me free of years ago that I could get free from the bondages that I held over myself and I held over other people so that I could be forgiven of my debts and that I could forgive my debtors and that they could forgive me and that we could walk this out. I hope I'm making sense to everyone, Um, but this is what the Lord, this is what God reminded me of that was taking place in my life was what he started in me a few years back and it's little by little, you know, we can't, if God delivered me of everything at one time, I'd probably explode because I had a lot of things in my heart. I had a lot of things going on in my life um, growing up. And so today God showed me that um, Matthew 7, I know that this is a familiar scripture to everyone, uh, but Matthew 7 and 1 he said, uh, judge not and that you be not judged. And so because of the judgments that I had towards other people. I was reaping those judgments in my own life. Everything that I was afraid of happening and to my children that I was trying to protect them from was the very thing that uh, I allow I opened uh opened myself up and my family up to allow the, those spirits to come in and so I judged people that were I judged the sin that of, of drugs and alcohol that people live. I mean if you if you did it I automatically, it was just a judgment in my heart. And it didn't matter what or how I tried to love you. That was what you received. And it pushed people away from me. Instead of drawing them back to me. And so the Lord showed me that today that that's mean and that's hateful. And that was what was down on the inside of me. And then verse 2 says, For with what judgment you judge, you shall be judged. And with what measure you meet, it shall be measured to you again. And so... I just saw, oh my word, Lord, everything that I wanted to protect, everything that I kept into myself, that I had put myself above you, that I had put myself and made myself God, that I made myself over you, God, and I tried to protect my family and I judged others because that was the life that they lived and then that I was uh, placing myself in the place of God, that I was I was trying to be their God, that I had exalted myself above him where he couldn't do a work in me because I didn't I let the light of Jesus shine down on the inside of me. And so I can happily say that today I went in and took authority over that, and I pulled that down over my life, and and I got a breakthrough today, and that, that thing was broken me today in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And so...
2: Amen. amen thank you sister monica that is beautiful and I, i'm trying i do see it. i see the revelation of it i see that concerning our finances is um the revelation out of that is it that when he says before you give this offering if you mm-hmm. have aught against your brother in your heart then you got to make that right If if you have mm-hmm. unforgiveness you gotta make that right, and and how does it affect affect our finances? Is because it keeps us on that level. Yeah. If, if he's saying don't bring your offering until you make this right, it's keeping me on a certain financial level that I can't never rise above. I can't never break through until I obey the word of God and and I make this right. It doesn't say. I said this at church a couple of weeks ago, and I mean, I could feel it from the, to the point from the congregation of, are you sure that's right? But I went and looked it up, and it says, if your brother has aught against, if your brother has aught against you, go to them and make it right before you give your offering. Now, it doesn't say if you have aught against your brother. I'm and awesome. I hear people, yeah, oh. I hear people say things like, I'm going to go tell them everything they did to me. That's not helping them. That's not helping them. No. That's a a wrong, um, that's the wrong way. He says, if you know they're hurt, if you know they're offended, if you know they're mad at you, then you humble yourself and go to them. Don't go to them wanting Mm -hmm. them to humble themselves to you. Amen. So we want to rise up in our finances, and that is a awesome word. That if God, yeah. if if I've if I've judged sin, because we saw that in prayer, and Monica didn't know, and we saw it a couple weeks ago. I, just me and one more person was in agreement over something, and and we saw that that we we judge sin sometimes, and if anyone operates in that sin, we we they receive us as self righteous as superior because the way we communicate with them is I hate that sin, so we separate we're like drug addicts and alcoholics, you know, and we'll say that with our words, drug addicts and alcoholics well, what about fornicators what about glutton what about what about strife what about gossip but so if someone's always saying you know. Those people, you know, those are drug addicts, those those alcoholics. And they probably, somewhere in their history of their family, they have dealt with this situation and they judge the sin. So they hate the sin so much. And I know God said he hates sin. He can't mm-hmm. even stand in the face of sin uh, in Psalms. He can't stand sin, you know. but But I'm talking about a real hatred in our heart that comes out on the people.
0: Yes. Because
2: we have to go to God and say, God, I hate alcohol. God, I hate drugs. God, I hate what it did to my family. I hate obesity. I hate that it gave my my mother and my dad high blood pressure and strokes. And I hate, I, yes, I hate that, God. But I'm asking you to take this hurt and this bitterness yeah. out of my heart so I can love them. And so we don't, the hatred don't go into hating the person and they feel all that judgment against them. And and they're not going to come to Jesus when they feel judged by us. That's not oh, the way that. to get them. He said he that. draws them with his tender mercies and his loving kindness in Jeremiah. So yeah. um, if their first impression of us is a judgment against what they do and what they are and they can't come out of it yet. And they face this judgment in the church every time they walk in, they feel judged. Um, that is hatred in our heart and the bible says hatred stirs up strife oh, so anybody that operates in strife they have hate down in their heart There there's some kind of unforgiveness there's some kind of bitterness down in there and so we have to quit looking at those the people that we the, we've judged to sin. we have to quit looking at them and start looking within and say god Create in um, me a clean heart, renew yes. a right spirit in me yes. so they can feel this love and, and I'll be drawn to you through through my life in Jesus' name. And, God, we just, we just thank you for this word. I know it's still early on the prayer line, and I'm going to let her teach some more. But we just pray right now, God, that you expose this sin. Yes. We see where it affects our finances. This is a deep revelation, and I understand that. It takes a minute. But God, mm-hmm. you said to forgive our debtors, and we forgive them. God, as you've forgiven us, and and I know in the Word that that parable where that one he 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 wanted to be forgiven, and he wanted to be released of his debt, but he was gonna make the person that owed him pay the penance. Mm-hmm. You know, he was gonna make. So this goes along with this revelation that she's bringing, mm-hmm. and if we can get these judgments out of our heart, the Bible says to get bitterness out because it's going to rise up and defile many. So um, we get these things out of our heart and and have that clean, pure heart before God as he uh, sanctifies us and cleanses us from all unrighteousness and that we can be healed. And so, God, we thank you today. And I'm going to give it back to Monica so she has more more word for us.
1: Thank you very much. Thank you. Oh yes, I do. I wanna just say that um if anybody that knows me knows how um this was a major breakthrough. Um in this ministry. I've uh, been here what, nineteen years, going on twenty, and so uh there these two this envy envy and strife, resentment, jealousy, anger, bitterness, hatred murder in the heart. These this has been one of the hardest uh not hardest when I when I say hardest, it's been um it's been a major breakthrough. So I won't say that it's hard because I am willing and I want to be free and I want to have a a pure heart and I know that God's done a work in my life and it took it took willingness and uh hearing Letting the light of Jesus shine down on on the inside of me and letting him just show me what was really coming out of me, what was my children really hearing from me when I said I love you unconditionally but I love you but Oh, I right. want you to come part to of this ministry, but you can't do this and you can't do that and so for me to take my hands off of it completely to give them over to the Lord completely, to know that I know that Jesus is the one that can do everything that I tried to do in myself and that if as long as I put my hand to it and that I I can nothing's being done because my mouth was still bring uh speaking out judgment. No matter how much I wanted them to serve God or how much I wanted them to, to walk in the fullness and the joy of the Lord and the strength and the and just the completeness of Jesus is all they could hear. But their mother was a judgment. Mama, you don't really love me. Mama, you don't really, you know, you really haven't set me free. You really haven't because I still feel anger because I'm not doing it the way you want me to do it. You're still controlling me, Mama. You're still controlling what I do. You're still controlling what I say or anywhere I go as long as I'm with you. So I uh, I had to learn that. Well, the Lord spoke to me and said, "You know, it's not—it's not by your hand. You're not their God, and you can't save them." And so, when the Lord speaks something like that to you, it's a kind of a wake-up call. You know, it's, "Okay, Lord, I see," but I still couldn't see the control that I had in me. And and I and I do want a, i do want a pure heart. I do want my children to to serve God how God wants them to have a relationship with Him, not how I want them to serve God or anybody else, for that matter. And I say it um and and I may be wrong and, and, and I'm willing you know, I'm open to correction, but even yesterday on the street ministry I'm just walking this out and God's showing me and, and showing me the the ugliness that was down on the inside of me and um when we went at, you know, to one particular house there was something there and I went, Oh my, I don't know about this and I don't know about that but there was a person with me that said, oh, that stands for this, and oh, that stands for that, and I saw immediately, oh, that's that judgment, God forgive me, Lord, I I repent, I ask you to forgive me, and I didn't say that out loud, I said that to myself, and then I was able to receive what he had to share with me concerning what it was I was passing a judgment on, I passed a judgment right there, and I had to repent, and I started to get that out of my heart, because I do want it to be pure, I do want it to be right, and um, I just, you know, sometimes I I need help. I need help. I I need help sometimes uh, to see these things about myself. And, um, you know, unless the Lord, I want him to shine. I always ask him, Lord, show me what's in my heart. But um, I never saw what Apostle Angie said a while ago when she said, If you have all in your heart, not if they have all against you. Oh, well, that right there is a revelation. I had to ask them to forgive me. And that's what I saw when I saw that person that day when I was telling y'all earlier. Instead of me, because my first reaction was, Why aren't you working? You know, "What, what are you doing just sitting here? It's a beautiful day. You know, go job hunting or something. That's what my first reaction was. But I saw it immediately when the Lord showed me. I was like, Oh my God, forgive me, God. Forgive me. I see now, God, what you're saying—that I judge the sin. I judge the sin in the person, and and therefore they feel condemned when they're around me. They don't feel the love of Jesus. They don't see anything different in me. I can walk, and I can say this, and I can do that. But if they never know that I truly, I truly ask you to forgive me, and that's what I said to that person. And I looked, and he said, "Oh, I forgive you." And I said, "No, sincerely, I judged you." And I'm asking you to forgive me, forgive me. From my heart, I ask you to forgive me. And I repent for for anything I've ever said or done around you because uh, I want I want to be forgiven. And he, and that person forgave me, and, and that may have still been for me, but I just saw the the judgment, the judgment of the that ju- I judged the sin, I judged drugs, I judged I judged alcohol, I judged what it did to their to their lives, and so that was what they felt coming from me. And so thank you, Pastor Angie, for sharing that because if that's a revelation. To bring my offering to the Lord because I want my offering to be accepted. I don't want to be the one that says, where's your brother's keeper? You know, Well, I'm not his keeper. You know, where is he? Well, you killed him with your words. You killed him with your actions, Monica. You killed him with the way you treat him. You killed him with what you do. And if so I want my offering to be acceptable unto the Lord, I want my heart to be pure. I want it to be white as snow, uh, to search me and to create a new, a clean heart in me, Lord, to create a right spirit down on the inside of me. And so, um that's that's what the Lord's been showing me, uh, about myself and um but when I saw when I saw what I did when I judged others is that I placed myself, and I, I placed myself above God, I placed myself as their God, that I was condemning them. I was broken, I was so broken because that's what they were feeling for me. These, that's what my children were feeling for me, and that's not what I want them to feel for me. I want them to really experience the love of Jesus coming from their mother, the God they love, and not just my children, but for for others. So that it's pure, it's the right love it's it's the Jesus kind of love, and that that uh that I allow the Holy Spirit to uh, to break me and to make me into what he wants me to be and to be available for him yes. so thank you, Jesus, thank you for shining the light down on the inside of us today, God, and I just ask that you search. Search the hearts of your people, God, and just to bring us to that place, Lord Jesus, where we can see God your where your word says that we have any debt or any any ought against our our brothers God to br- to make that right in our hearts and then bring our offerings to you, God. I just ask that you forgive me where I failed you in that area, God, and show me that that I can have a pure heart and a right spirit before you, Lord, in the name of Jesus, and I thank you, Father God, I thank you. I thank you for a ministry, God, that that does show us how to go into the spirit realm and how to to go after things and to pull them down by the spirit. And it's not out of our mind. It's by the spirit, God. I thank you for that today. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for the work you're doing in the ministry. Thank you, Jesus. I give you praise, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, Pastor Angie, I I think that's all I have.
0: Okay.
2: Sister Monica? Yes, ma'am? Just, just see if someone else has something to add. Okay.
1: Uh, would anybody else uh, like to add to that? A revelation that they see in this? Or whatever you have to say?
0: Sister Monica?
1: Yes, ma'am.
0: This
1: is Rhonda. Hi, hey, Sister Rhonda.
0: Um. A few weeks ago, God really spoke to me about what I said about other people. And I, I taught it with the Mississippi um, group one night. And at the time, I didn't see it in its entirety, but I believe in um, doing it, you know, operating on what you know until God gives you more. And oh,
1: uh,
0: and. I was at the post office getting the mail for um, work, and I saw this car, and it had three strips of duct tape across the back. And immediately, God quickened me, and I realized what I said, and I would have the words that I say. And I said, God, I don't want, I do not want. That spirit's come back on me. So, God, I ask you to forgive me, and I ask you to bless that person. And so yeah. I didn't catch the beginning of your message, but um, what I did catch is that even in that, God was working in me about the things that I said over other people, not just because I would reap those things, but what you said was um, that my heart wasn't right in the first place. So I just wanna repent for um, even thinking that I was superior or that I've I've come so far out of that that ain't even me anymore. Whatever I was thinking. But I just want to repent because I don't I just it's not that I it's not just about not reaping it, it's about because I would turn around and as soon as I would say those things I would pray for that person or pray for that situation or whatever it was that I that I was seeking, I would turn around and pray for them, God, lift them up, raise them up, bless them Lord. But I didn't I didn't I didn't do anything about the heart issue in me to keep me from even seeking it to begin with. I just was praying for the individual, Lord bless them, bless them Lord, raise them up God. So I want to thank you for what you shared.
1: Thank you for sharing, uh, Sister Rhonda, I just seen that. Um, I, that's true because a lot of times when those thoughts would come to me, I would just automatically God, I repent for thinking that. And I would just, I would never deal with why, why that was in my heart. I would just, um, you know, take authority over my thoughts and, and pull them down and just speak blessings over them and never deal them with why I did that or why right. I said, why I behaved that way. So, yes, thank you. That, that helps me a lot, too. Thank you. Just um, sometimes there. Go ahead. I'm just saying sometimes there is, um, there's what, if, we, if I paid attention to what's coming out of my mouth more instead of what's coming out of somebody else's mouth, <laughs> oh, Jesus, forgive me, <laughs> yes, then, um, you know, maybe I would see myself instead of other people having to see the ugly in me. Well, I knew that, you know, for the last two years, Andy and I have
0: been working on what we said over our own lives, but then God was beginning to show us what we said about other people. So it was just God taking us up to a new level, even in that sense. But now he's just, he's wanting us to get completely free so that not even in our speech or our actions, because whether we say it or not, it comes forth in our behavior. Amen. Amen. Take all that judgment
1: out of us. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. I don't have a complete um, revelation about Cain and Abel. I know that I, you know, when I heard that God just didn't accept, I even get them mixed up. Cain's. Offering because it wasn't what God required. That um, I don't know what I'm trying to say here. I just know that help me, Jesus. The what am I trying to say? Just forget I said that. I I can't even I can't even get my thought right on that. Does anybody else have anything they want to add to?
2: sister Monica, this is Sister Lisa. I just thank God for even continuing to work in my heart and it wasn't so much um when you were saying we had something against the other people. I'm still dealing with the after effect of what someone I know has said or done, and God is like, okay. I'm like, Lord, please don't let these people come up to me. Please don't let them come up to me. I'm good. As long as they don't say anything to me, I'm fine. But what about when they come in your face and they hug you? and You know they've offended you. You know what they said wasn't true. Um, Is that still judgment on my part? Like, Lord, I ask you to forgive me. I'm trying to move on. But it's still that little residue that when they come up to me or they say something to me, I'm like, uh, okay, Lord, I know I have to forgive them, but do I have to be their friend? Not necessarily. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> thanking God because I'm I'm just keeping it real with my heart because I know he's still processing. You know, nobody wants to go through the process of seeing themselves. It's like the good, the bad, and the ugly. Um, And I just thank God for him revealing to me I'm still healing, not 100% whole. But if I could just press past that, okay, even if they hug me, I do want my hug to be genuine and in the love of God because I know that's healing and I know that's part of ministry for me because I had a person to tell me, uh, inbox me, and said, oh, sister, you didn't give me my hug today. And I said, that might be insignificant to other people, but it really meant a lot to me. That Lord, she wanted my hug, and I told her it'll never happen again. I will make my way to find you, and we will hug. But Amen. that's the love of God, and I want to be 100% in that. I still don't want that offense. It kind of rises up. You know, you don't you don't know you're delivered until that person comes to you, and whatever they did doesn't bother you. That's when you're delivered. Amen. And I want well, to be in that. Place
1: of true forgiveness,
2: and not worry about if they don't speak or if they hug me. And I want them to feel the real love of God. And I know they're pretending, but I want to be right and right standing with God. So I thank God for your teaching on today.
1: Yes, ma'am. Thank you, Sister Lisa. Uh, I think I think um, I know we sometimes we're taught too that. Some of these breakthroughs, we walk them out. And so I know that God did that work in my heart last Thursday after that uh, Wednesday night. Uh, And when I saw it, I was walking it out. And even yesterday, when I said out of my mouth what I said about an object, that I saw, oh, that's that judgment. That's that mean thing that automatically passed judgment on it because it wasn't Mm -hmm. Something that it was a uh, something that I I judged, and so okay, God, I see I see that it's not it's not just uh, it's not just that I judged the person. It was the sin that I what I considered to be a sin, not what God said was a sin. It was me that judged it. It was in my heart, and so uh, I believe that I am walking that out, and uh, that. As, he, as I present myself to him that he reveals things to me that I'll be praying about those areas too because, yes, ma'am, we want a pure heart and to be in right standing with the Lord. And and I just, you know, that's why I love this ministry because we, we can go to the altar any time. We can cry out to the Lord. We can come in agreement with the Spirit. And it's over finances right now. And I know when we come into agreement in one mind and one accord, and in unity with the Spirit of the Lord, and pull it down by the Spirit, that the glory, when the glory comes in, that there'll be change in our hearts, change in our lives, our finances will change. He said, I wish of all things that you prosper, and be in good health, even as your soul prospers. And so that we're going after the Spirit of, of that's over finances. And so I, I, I know God's going to we we'll continue to stay with uh, when our apostle leads us and when the Holy Spirit's leading us and go after that and pull it down over our lives, be in unity with Pastor Casey, Pastor Michelle, and um, pull these spirits down over our lives that we're going to be free. You can, we can be free if we want to be. The anointing is here to set the captives free. Isaiah 61 and, and then Luke um, 4, 18, 19. The spirit of the Lord God is upon us for the spirit of the Lord has anointed us to preach the gospel and so we can be free. Amen. 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 Anybody else want to add? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We have a few more minutes on the line. Would anybody else like to add anything to this? Have anything they want to say? Thank you, Jesus. I just thank you, Lord. I thank you for the work that you're doing down on the inside of us, Father God. I just thank you, Jesus, for your anointing that destroys the yokes. I thank you, Jesus, for your power, for your presence for your glory, Father God, that changes us from glory to glory. I thank you, Jesus, for this breakthrough anointing at Freedom Ministries and in the body of Christ today, Lord Jesus. I thank you, Lord God. I thank you for the breakthrough in every area of our lives that we can live in victory 100% of the time over 100% of the enemy and in every area of our life. And I thank you for that today, Father God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I I don't have anything else. I really this is Julie. Um on a on a slightly different vein there, I really liked what you said about your revelation about forgive me of my debt as I forgive those that have again that 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 I have had a hold in debt. And yes, I, I thought, wow, that means to me, what I heard out of that was debt is, is something that I actually have to seek God's forgiveness for, that I have done something that I, I seek God for. God, forgive me for debt, for financial debt, for for holding people in debt for yes. all of that. I just I, I just look at the literalness of it. And um I just repent and I thank you for that revelation. I've seen it, read it a hundred times, but I guess it's just because it was a revelation that I really got it. So thank you. Amen. I for me too, Sister Julie, that was a revelation when it when he spoke that to me in my spirit Forgive me my debts as I forgive my debtors. And I knew that was a word from the Lord, but just putting it together, I never even tied it into the judgment of of, uh, how I judge. I didn't put that together really until today, actually. And and so um, forgive me my debts as I forgive those who have debt against me. I know that in the past I had gone and I had made, like, vows to other people, other ministries. And then it was when I was first born again, you know, you want to give, you want to do something to help other people. And so I had gone back and I repented for those debts and made them right because I made a vow, you know. And so when he spoke that to me, that's immediately I started searching God. I made debts and uh, forgive me for making debts. Forgive me for my sin of debt, God. I have. I have that in my heart, and I, and how do I forgive my debtors? I got to thinking I don't nobody owes me anything, but I held them in bondage. I held them in bondage by the judgment that I had towards them, and I want that to be yeah. released. I want them to be released, I want them to be free, that they can serve God, that they can do what God wants them to do, that they can come to him and surrender their hearts and their lives to him, however, God wants them to serve. Him and not how I expect it to be or think it should be. or It's not got anything to do with me. It's all about Jesus. And that's what he was uh, showing me that day. And thank you. Thank you for jogging my memory because I really needed the help. So it's, it is revelation. It's, it's a revelation. Forgive me my debts as I forgive my debtors. And lead me not into temptation because there's temptation that comes after that that I you know, that's what I've seen yesterday. That's the temptation to allow myself to go back into that judgment. And I you know, no, no, Jesus. I don't want to go back there and let me see that before, you know, let me walk this out and get this completely completely one hundred percent free out of my life. Amen. Um really really quickly my
0: name, um this is Amy. And Hi, Amy. I was just, hey, so with the judgment, um, in this season, it has, judgment has been, uh, the word judgment has just truly been um, something I had to, like, study on and, you know, just ask God for help in that area uh-huh. because, you know, when you're living a life of Christ, when you just, you know, after you come out of the presence of God, when you walk into a room People are, we are called to glory and virtue, God. So when, even without talking, without speaking, people who God been dealing with their heart, we don't even know, may be convicted of their sins. And so, you know, the first thing that they would say is that, you're judging me. <laughs> you're judging yeah. me. And, you know, um, just the most recent um, interaction I had with a young lady, I could tell that she, you know, knew church, but I didn't think... For me, just the evidence and her proof that she didn't have an intimacy with Jesus, and so you know that's a judgment because I can see something. You know, God has given me the ability to see. Like I'm not blind of anything. We're not blind. Yeah, and yeah. so I think a lot of people, you know, when they see that, especially as Christian, when you, when, if, immediately when you say that you belong to Jesus, you know the word judgment comes. And I know sometimes we do have a judgment in our heart. and We don't even know. We can't even recognize it until, you know, something happens and God reveals it. Like, And, you know, you feel the conviction of the Holy Spirit. And then sometimes it's just like, you know, people, they're being made aware of their sin. And that's like what we're called to do. That's what people have to do, that they be aware that they are sinners because a lot of people, their conscience have gone like just oblivious to, to God. So in order for them to be awakened, God has to, to put somebody around them so they can see, Hey, I need you to repent of this. And so just like lately in this season, you know, God just showed me that Amy you know, even through my pastor he spoke to me and he's like, Amy, I need you to be more I need you to be more God conscious and not sin conscious. And I kind of think that it goes into what you're saying. You know, not looking at that sin, not judging it. And judging is like making like eternal condemnation of somebody. Okay, you're going to hell for this. Or you're going to heaven for this. Or whatever it is. That's my understanding of a judgment. And so, you know, I find out. I found out when God wanted me to be more God conscious when I'm dealing with people that are still sinners and have not yet given their life to Christ, I find that I'm more effective because they don't feel judged. They feel like, wow, this is somebody that cares, they feel the presence of God and they feel more comfortable to share like, Hey, you know, you know what, I I haven't been in church in years. You know, they think it's about church. And then you get that time to minister. But you know, it, this this has just started coming to me that I have to be more God conscious than sin conscious. Because a lot of the, people know that. They know when you're and you you know, when you can point out sin, and it makes them feel uncomfortable. They may feel judged because they're, they're still in sin, and that's just how they feel. That's how we felt before God found us, too. Everything you did, you're judging me. <laughs> and so, <laughs> but I just wanted to share that, you know, lately, you know, as I've been praying that God conditioned my heart that, you know, I, I'm here to show you the way out. I'm not here to point out your sins, but I'm here to show you the way, the answer to your sins. And it really yeah. does change the way it It becomes so effective in ministry. It really does. It really does. Amen. That's
1: Amen. all I wanted to share. Well, that was a good word, the God conscience instead of uh, sin conscience. Um, and I understand. That is, that's real good food uh, for thought, too. And uh, for me... For me, Sister Sister Amy, it was the spirit of the judgment that I had on the inside of me, where that's what they felt, no matter if it wasn't the sin that I was even concentrating on, um, or even looking at, or or if they were feeling, don't judge me, because yes, ma'am, you do hear that a lot. Well, you're judging me. No, I I don't mean to judge you. Well, I was in my heart. I had judged in my heart, and so. Um, but when it comes to um, like just say if I was smoking cigarettes and 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 I tried to and the Lord can brought conviction to my heart and he delivered me from cigarettes, but I come and told you, you can't be smoking now, that's just not right uh the the Lord delivered me and if he delivered me that he's you can't be doing it either well, that's me judging you and putting my my sin on you and that's not that's not what the Lord was uh, was doing all along because I can't judge them. Only the spirit of the Lord can judge them. Only the Lord can show them when it's their time to deal with whatever's going on in their life. But the judgment that was, was coming out of me was I was doing exactly that. And that's all they could hear out of me when I would you know, come over to my house for Thanksgiving. Well, You know, they'd come over, but they would never come in and be apart. So there was really never any intimacy because of what they were feeling coming out of me. What are y'all doing? You you know, you can't be doing that in my house. Can't be doing that in my yard. All they could feel was judgment, condemnation, and and never any love or, or realness. You know, they could never be real. Now, I know God did a work in my heart. Um, with one of my kids and are two of my children for real, and working on the third one, and and just letting um, letting them know that I really love them unconditionally, and it's not a it's not a, a if basis. If you do it the way I say, do it. And so, thank you, Sister Amy. I appreciate that word. Thank you, Jesus. Um, we have it's exactly 6 o'clock and so I want to just thank everybody for calling in today and listening and, and for participating and sharing what God wanted you to share and um, we just uh, we'll be back next Tuesday at 6pm but uh, this uh oh yeah 5pm I'm sorry <laughs> next Tuesday at 5 o'clock thank you for calling in I love you God bless you and I just enjoyed talking with you today We hope you enjoyed this message from Freedom Ministries. For more information and to stay connected with us, find us on Facebook or the web at freedomministriescrossing.com.